Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. People of Earth. The following podcast is not real. Let's not all go seeking out fantastical dimensions. Close those wardrobes, everyone. Also, this is a live episode, so apologies, sound quality aficionados. It was recorded last November in Washington, D.C. at the historic Sixth and I Synagogue, less than a mile away from the White House. It's a live episode except for the part that isn't live. See if you can catch it. And now, the land of Foon beckons. It's much too early to tend. So I guess we'll have to pretend. Hello from the Magic Tavern a weekly podcast from the magical land of Foon. I'm your host, Arnie Niekamp. If you've never listened to the podcast before, don't worry. I've got everything you need to know. About two and three quarters years ago, I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical, fantastical land of Foon. Luckily, I'm still getting a Wi-Fi signal through that dimensional portal from the Burger King, and I use that to upload a podcast I record every week here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, in the town of Hogsface, in the land of Foon. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-hosts, which includes Usador the Wizard. I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow, manipulator of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Trachus. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak, the dwarves know me as Zonin and Hookstanges, and I'm known in the northeast as Gasmoinius Maystar. And there may be other secret names, names that shall ne'er escape my lips, for I have forgot them. Countless ages ago. And I am also joined by my other co-host, Chunt the Talking Badger. Oh, yeah, baby. How you doing, bud? Doing great. How you doing? You know what? I've been better. I'm a little bummed. I've been spending weeks trying to save an episode that we recorded around the winter solstice. Oh, I gave up on saving episodes long ago. (laughs) 
fair. I checked out. Oh, I know. I know. What happened to this episode? Well, you know, technology is complicated and hard to explain to people from a fantasy world. And also, I'd be lying if I said I really even understood it. But, you know, we record episodes every week here in the tavern. And there was one that I think the file just got a little corrupted. Oh, no. Oh, like it's... Taking money on the download? The f- Selling drugs? The file has been embezzling from the rest of the computer. That is corruption. What could have caused this? Wait, was this the episode with Conrad von Plotz? Yeah, it was the one where we talked to the Emissary of the Dark Lord to kind of get his take. It was a great episode. Then no wonder it has been corrupted. His very presence, I'm sure, did ruin this episode. Or I might have fucked it up. But thanks but... to the Wait, light wait, of- wait, wait, wait. So it was either corrupted or you just fucked it up. Mm, let me think which is more plausible. I might have hit like a wrong button or something. I shall find a magical spell. A spell of goodness and light that shall resurrect part of this episode, if not all. You think you can use some kind of spell to save this episode? I, in this very tome here, I have a spell of podcast resurrection. What? I've been working on some podcast spells. Do you think you could save all the great banter that I do up top at the oh, beginning? Oh, no. Some of the crowd no, work? this spell skips right over that. Oh, good. <laughs> it gets right to the good stuff. All right, well, do the spell. Is this spell in Klingon? I think you got electrocuted. Uh, Usador, what, speaking of Hog's Face... We're running Hog's Face. We're trying to make it a, a better town. I'm trying to make the tavern better. We're trying to make Hog's Face better. Mm-hmm. What have you been doing to make Hog's Face a better town? Well, I added a lot of plans this week to make Hog's Face better, but I got stuck on another plane of existence and uh, <laughs> got laid over there for a while. And... Oh, so you missed this plane. You weren't lying. Well, I missed this plane for a while, and now I'm back on this plane of existence. And the thing that I plan to do next, to raise Hog's face out of the mire and to make it wonderful and powerful again, is to buy us all a new hat. So when you say, is everyone going to have to share one hat? Or are you getting everyone their own hat? Well, I was trying to budget for everyone to get their own hat. But it might be smarter to share one. Cleaner. Safer. Sexier. Uh, we have a couple of guests, but first I want to talk to We have a celebrity in the house, guys. We have one of the most famous musicians in all of Foon. <gasps> I know, no. this is a surprise. No. I know. Is it? There's I, only two people that could be. The two most please, 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 famous please, please. musicians in <gasps> Foon are <gasps> Nimby and Grundle and... We have one of the two. So uh, a big round of applause for NIMBY of NIMBY and Grundle. Yes. 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 Good to see you. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yes. Hello. Good didn't you? Your hat looks wonderful tonight. Thank you. Would you like to borrow it? Put chance if it fits in with my rock star persona. <laughs> so, Nimby, yes. you are part of Nimby and Grundle. It's Chunt's favorite band. Oh, my gosh. They're the best band in the world. Oh, we, we so appreciate that, but I'm afraid we've broken up again. As per usual. So, wait, the, the biggest band in all of Foon is broken up? Of course, yes. Yes, it's delightful. They often break up and then get back together. Don't worry about it too much. 
We do, we do, yes. Uh, unfortunately, there was an incident at the Burning the Man Festival. <laughs> was this incident burning a man? Well, that's supposed to happen. The issue was my brother. See, he, he can get a bit, you know, took a, took a tipsy. And he kind of couldn't stop burning mans. Mans? I, mans, yes. Oh. That's the plural for our, our people. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. So, so you, you've broken up. Do you have plans to get back together anytime soon? No, I hope I never see him again. He's the worst, probably, maybe in another week. Well, Chunt, since we have your, one of your favorite musicians yeah. here, do you want to request a song? Yes. Oh, um, Wonderwall? No. <laughs> of course I'll do Wonderwall. It's our very biggest hit. Arnie, this is a song about... Uh, the well, bi- let me just say that I, if it's the song I think it is, I hope it's not more than six or seven seconds long. <laughs> The full version is 10 minutes, but I'm afraid uh, you haven't paid me, so you won't get that much. You know what, I need to, uh, an incantation please, because the the vermilion minotaur is especially crowded tonight. I fear I will not be heard without one. Kereth tem toron, teen tereth paul, kentye tereth paul, let this now be amplified. I did it. That was me! Verily, your magic is great. You are such a good man. Thank you. I'm good at magic. That's our second biggest hit. But first, Wonderwall! Have you ever wondered... Who makes the call? It's me from my magical place that I stand on top of every evening casting spells. That's why I tell you it's my wonder ball. I hope I don't fall. Cause it's tall. And then it's ten more minutes of that. Oh man. Oh man. Terrific. So beautiful. I almost I almost got out two rocks and started sparking them together to set Arnie on fire just to like lose my mind. (laughs) Do your people burn, Arnold? Do my people burn? Yes. Um Metaphorically, yeah. And then sometimes we literally, and we go see a doctor. Okay, noted. Yeah. I'm just going to file that away. Nimby, I have a question about the songs. You said that this Wonderwall song is very long. Sometimes do you find that a song just gets very long because there's just a lot of words that rhyme with the word? You're like, wall? I can rhyme a lot of words with that. That's typically what happens. Yes, we have a, a rock we go to. Whereupon every word and it that has ever existed stands, and they are correlated in such a way that one can pick out the words that rhyme with one another. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, Nimby, I was wondering. You know, Usener was talking about getting sexy. Sex is fantastic. Yes. I, I cannot help wanting... but be the sexual being that I am. That's true. I. 
I, I was wondering if you'd be willing to play your song, Sex is Fantastic. I'm sorry, which one? Uh, sex is Fantastic. Sex, oh, sex is fantastic. Um, in fact, I, I just wrote this one right now. Some people have properties that one might call elastic. Some might go around the moon and act quite spastic. But my favorite ones of all, don't go to a mall. What the hell is a mall? Fex is fantastic. Oh man, so good. So good. So good. Guys, I'm having so much fun just sitting around and listening to songs, but, but I, I, I feel terrible that I've been neglecting our next guest. Guys, look, there's evil in this world, a foon. Yes, it's wonderful. And I forgot that NIMBY might be a little bit evil, too. But look, we can't just ignore it. We should try to learn about it. So I brought an emissary of the Dark Lord here for us to talk to and to learn about. That's very interesting. Very interesting. Wait, wait. I'm going to reserve judgment. What does emissary mean? Vaguely, I think, representative. But... uh, Boo, indeed. Yeah. Uh, so well, more of a message bringer, but that's fine. We're going to talk to the deputy weaver of parallel truths for the Dark Lord. Now, good people of the Vermilion Minotaur, we ask that you boo the Dark Lord, but cheer our next guest. Our next guest, Conrad von Plotz. Yes. Wow. Thank you for joining us, Conrad. I have to get my hoodie out of the way. I must say I'm a little bit surprised to come to such a musical evening and filled with so many foon patriots and not to hear our national anthem. I was a little bit... I was surprised. I can't say that I'm... I'm shocked. I'm certainly disappointed. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry, Conrad. Um, I didn't... I, I have to confess, I don't know that I've ever heard the national anthem... A foon, but... I'm sure Nimby knows it. Of course. It's the best song in the world. I love it so much. I stand like three times as much when I hear it. If you can imagine a place you love more than yourself that you'd give your life for then this is what you have to do give up your rights (laughs) Amen I respect those who decided to take a knee I feel like you're sort of a powerful man because I'm going to be honest here. Like when NIMBY started doing the national anthem, people were just kind of sitting there. There were a few people kneeling. I noticed yeah, a few people kneeling. A few. And you stood and almost everybody in the tavern was like, oh, fuck, I got I to stand. What does it feel like to have that kind of power? I, I like to think of myself as just a, a minion of our leader. Really. Uh-huh. 
and I come and I represent his his interests. His interests are, you know, he's a different kind of leader than okay. we've had before. He's shaking some things up. Yeah. And I just feel proud every day to come serve him. Sure. What, what, what made you decide to start working for the Dark Lord? You know, I, let me butt in here for a second because I don't love that term. <laughs> I think that's, that's a slightly pejorative term. Working? Well, that's something, I know that's something that wizards, that wizards aren't as familiar with. Uh, it's, all, it's all magic with you. But every day when I go in, when I go into the dark house to work, and I just don't, I think that the Lord likes to think of himself as maybe the nation's strength, the nation's protector. If you'd like sure. to call him that, that seems like a better term. Or, you know, if you want to use Lord, Lord Fred would be fine. L- Lord Fred? Lord Fred, yes. Lord Fred. Casual, that's what he likes, you know, with his, his, his friends call him that. Oh, really? This is a weird thing to ask about a powerful man like, is he your friend, or do you just work for him? Well, I, I wouldn't presume. Yeah. I wouldn't presume. What I know is that our Lord, our nation's strength, likes to get out. He likes to not just be, just know the elites around him. He doesn't just want to know the people of, of Hogsface, the, the shape-shifting badgers. He wants to know the miners elsewhere, the dwarven miners. The miners? And, he wants to get to know so I miners? Think he's friends, I think he's friends with all, the, all of us in Foon is... They're people he feels real kinship with. I guess yes, I never yes. heard this story about the Dark Lord in Miners. <laughs> well, no, I, did, I guess I have. I have. That's the one thing I won't shapeshift into. <laughs> Stay away from yep. Miners. Yep. <laughs> so, Conrad, I'm sorry. I, I really would like to know more about what your job entails. Well, you know how sometimes our Lord likes to talk about flaying wizards and... Yes, but. Burning, burning books. I just want to emphasize that my job is to sort of explain that he's speaking, he's, he's not speaking literally. I mean, yes, there are wizards getting flayed. I'm not... Absolutely. I mean, but he doesn't really mean it literally most of the time. Except for when it literally happens. Yes, when it does happen, it's, that's literal. But most of the time, uh, my, so my job is to help explain to all the people here, all of the, your, your listeners... Sure. Um, ...what our Lord is doing... Sure. And uh, to humanize him, to bring out some of his, the lighter side. Sure. You know, it's so interesting how you keep saying, our Lord. Like, and I'm like, hey, whoa, not my Lord. <laughs> I, you say, are like, you even a, I mean, I'm curious because I don't think you're a citizen. Oh. Uh, so I don't think he would be your dear Lord. Oh, no. Arnold. Oh, That's Arnold. true. I'm from another world. I'm a, I guess I'm a foreigner. Yeah. Arnold was and granted I'm, full citizenship by the king of the Northeast before his untimely passing. It was my gift to him one winter solstice. He is a full citizen and therefore subject to all the terrible crap that goes down. The, it is true that the former king, before he passed away, said that although I'm, I haven't gone through all of the rituals to be in this country, that I could stay and it's cool and I don't have to worry about it. And I just assume that now that there's the different leader in Foon, I don't have to worry that suddenly I'm going to be kicked out. Well, you do seem to know your place. Look, just because I rarely get out of this chair <laughs> doesn't mean that I know my place. They, I do not know much, sir. Yes. <laughs> so, so, Conrad, so, like, you interpret the Dark Lord's Words Again, and action. Again, maybe not Dark Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Lord Fred? 
Lord Fred. You interpret his actions and his words for other people. Yeah, for for the general public. I know that you know many of you uh, you know have heard about terrible things that have been going on, and sometimes you're not getting the full story. Yeah. Why don't we say some of the terrible things we've heard the Dark Lord has done, and you can tell us, like. I'd love that. I'd love that because I don't think it's all getting out there because I think the way that you're controlling access to information is, is uh, causing people not to hear the truth. Yeah. And maybe here, again, here on the coasts uh, in the Northeast, people have one view, but out, you know, again, the dwarven miners. The Lord is doing wonderful things for me. Exactly. I have so, I, I am in heavy metal and I have so much more metal now. And I appreciate that. Mercury, polonium, yes. uranium, the, all of those metals. The molybdenum is off the charts. Lead. Usador, what's one horrible thing that you know the Dark Lord has done? Oh, one terrible thing he did was he took my known old rival, Telephis the White, the one who I did defeat at the Great Halls of Tarakis, and he did flay that wizard. He did put him up on a spike and strike him with a whip several times and say, your good magic is not welcome here in this land of evil and darkness, and I cast thee out. And he did nearly kill Telephus the White until I did show up upon Grimhoof, the fifth fastest horse in Foon, pulling Chode by his side. And I'd say, Telephus, get on this Chode and ride him to freedom. Don't say come Chode, don't say come Chode. I'm gonna... Just to unpack this a little bit. You had one horse, Grimhoof, ride another horse. Grim, no, no, no. I was riding Grimhoof, my friend, the horse lord. Behind him was the horse that I own, the horse named Chode. He followed behind us so that I had an escape horse for my friend, the other wizard, Telephus. Oh, okay. The Dark Lord hurt Telephus, and it made me angry. That's the short version. Can I ask a question? Yes. Yes. What was he wearing? How was he dressed? Was he provoking? Was he looking no. very much like a wizard? No. Well, yes, he looked exactly like a wizard. <laughs> he looked pretty much exactly like me, but wearing white robes instead of blue. All wizards look pretty much like me, <laughs> except wearing a different color of robes, unless they're a lady wizard, and then they just don't have a beard. It's true. It's worth noting for that Genlevia the Red, the Red Wizard, who is your on-again, off-again love interest, looks exactly like you, <laughs> just without the beard and wearing red. And a horrible, disfiguring scar on her face yes. that makes her even more beautiful to me. And would you like to hear more about what actually happened? I think that anybody who knows our Lord understands that he would certainly never flay someone who was white. Yes, so true. I don't have a response to that. This is the kind of garbage. I'm not that sure I'm how to argue hearing. with that. That's the kind of garbage that you're, you've been fighting against. Yeah, these kind of lies that you and some of your your cohort, uh-huh. some of your colleagues have been spreading. Wow. And I think I'm just wondering if you'd like to apologize. I would not like to apologize, for I was there and I know what I saw. Chun, what is something terrible that you've heard that the Dark Lord has done? If I'm being 100% honest, I don't want to talk about what the Dark Lord has said. 
I'd rather talk about what the Dark Lord would never say, which is like, the Dark Lord would never say that I'm like short and fat. <laughs> never. He would never say that. Never. Ever. Right? He prefers beavers to badgers. Right, yeah. So I, I would like to think he would never say that. I like to say... <laughs> I've heard that as well. And so I like to think that there's still a chance we could be friends and like I'm trying. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code AUDIO to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code AUDIO at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code AUDIO. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever feel like you're settling? For your foundation, that is. Maybelline's new Instant Age Rewind Eraser Foundation doesn't settle into fine lines and wrinkles. With SPF 20 and moisturizing pro-vitamin B5, this foundation not only provides medium coverage in a natural finish, but also protects and nourishes your skin. And the best part? The blurring sponge tip applicator makes application a breeze. Say goodbye to cakey, uneven foundation and hello to a flawless, radiant complexion. Try our new foundation today and see the difference for yourself at amazon.com slash instant eraser foundation. And I also heard that Dark Lord has a mysterious announcement to make. On Wednesday. It'll be on Wednesday. Oh, on Wednesday? oh okay. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Never mind. That's not mysterious at all. I'm sorry to perpetrate false information. I'm sorry. That's not mysterious. Someone's talking about fake news? Was well, that our song, Fake Moos? Fake Moos? I gotta say, uh, I would love to hear the song, Fake Moos. Oh, it's, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, you know it, after all. Oh. Uh, oh, I gotta stand up. This cow is not real I know by the feel I've touched so many cows in my life In lots of places It's not weird Let's not dwell on the thing I said about touching cows Look, this is about the cows 
Not about me. Not about you. It's the cows. What I'm saying is, they're fake cows. I'm not a pervert. I'm not a pervert. That was great, and I'm not thrilled to say that, but it was. You know, on my world, we sometimes have songs where they never use the title as one of the lyrics. Um, and they're fine, but they're hard to Google. Yes, Dead Zeppelin is particularly good at that. Conrad, here's my question, and um, feel free to say no, and it won't happen right now. Do you ever want to sing a song? Well... Do you have a favorite of ours? I, <laughs> I can you, sing it you, with you. You just call it out. You certainly don't have to sing a song. <laughs> I'm going to think about that. Think about yeah. it. I'm going to think about that for a little bit. Conrad, I heard that the Dark Lord has... Again. I'm sorry. Language. I heard that your boss has been just like destroying like the ground and the trees. Where'd you hear that from? Who'd you hear that? You from a little birdie? Little Conrad birdie? Chunt, what's the deal with the chunts these days? Let's get back to this great story where the Dark Lord destroyed the ground. Yeah, the, the Dark Lord has been destroying the ground and the trees. What? It's all, it's all darkness and gloom with you guys, isn't it? It's all, you don't see, you don't see the growth that's happening in Foon. Uh-huh. You don't see that. You don't see the dwarven miners busily mining. I mean, sure, there's just trees are being destroyed. Why are they being destroyed? Because the dwarven miners, with their open pit mines, oh, the are metals, taking down yes. to bring us some of the metals. To we, bring us some, some of the metals. Of us appreciate the that. Aluminum. Oh, I love that. I roll around in it in my bed. Yes, but this dwarven mining affects such a small portion of the people in Foon. It's not true economic growth if it only impacts a very small group of people. Well, the right people. Watch it. I think that's a quite narrow way of looking at it, which, again, I would expect from a pointy-headed elite like you. But I think I the people of Foon are of tired head. of being dictated to by, by people with advanced... By all-knowing uh, wizards? With by advanced degrees. from beyond this very realm, I who are brought into this world by a conspiracy of birds and rain and fire and wind, with the sole purpose of defending the good people of this land, I, each and every one of you, is under my protection. I shall rise up against that dark lord, and I shall strike him down with all the fervor and glory that Usador can muster. You know what? You know, I, I've got to say... Hashtag tree resistance. Look, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of, of, of your boss, the, the Dark Lord. But, you know, Usador, you do seem to talk down to people sometimes. You talk down to me, and you think you're so smart. And you think the people you fly over are not as good as you. Just because you're a wizard and you can fly over people. Well said, well said. Also, if I could point to... I don't know your history very well. It sounds like you also come from outside of this land. You're not native-born 
buffoonian that no, you, you no, just, that's not true. You just said, I mean, I don't, I don't want to repeat your words back at you, but you just said, I was brought from outside this land by earth and wind and trees and, well, and then, rain. Then every time someone's born, they came from outside the land. They were somewhere else before. The birds and, and so forth did, yea, they did call me forth into this world, and the way I was birthed might be, not be the way that you were birthed out of a uterus. But I don't think that means I should be looked down upon. And my opinion is perfectly valid. And all I have ever done is to help protect people and make their lives better. And sometimes point out dumb stuff that Arnie says. <laughs> Which I think is making his life better. But all I'm saying is just because I say dumb things doesn't mean that I don't think they're right. I'm so sorry. I realize we've been going on and on, and I've been having such a good time that I, I don't have a problem with this being a longer-than-usual show. And the people in the tavern, I assume, are cool with it, too. But that... But someone yelled something that I hope was just... Oh, boys' night! That's for everyone. Conrad... We just yell a lot of stupid shit around here. <laughs> I realize that we should uh, listen to, we have a, a word from one of our sponsors here in Foon. You know, I come to this world and I introduce the idea of a podcast and suddenly everyone thinks they're making podcasts. We got getting nuts from these guys. Uh, and if I'm perfectly honest, most of the time someone says they have a podcast, they're really just like talking into sticks. Um, <laughs> But their money spends like anybody else, so I'm very excited uh, if we could have some of our sponsor music, and we're going to hear a word from one of our sponsors. Hi there. Uh, live from FPR, which endorses nothing being said on the stage tonight. Uh, I am Danielle Kurtzleben. Uh, I am from... Thank you. I'm from FPR, the Foon Public Roundtables, where we hold nightly roundtable discussions in Foon to quietly and dispassionately talk about the events of the day. Anyway, we have great news. We're starting the FPR Politics Podcast, where every week we will shrug off our FPR voices and talk about politics the way you talk about them with your friends at the bar over a few meads. With our swords drawn, shouting at the top of our lungs, absolutely blasted, and periodically threatening each other's lives. Together, we'll tackle the toughest questions facing Funian politics right now. When will it be the right time for a woman, Dark Lord? Will the 79th attempt to repeal Titania Care succeed? Relatedly, how angry must Titania be that only her two biggest accomplishments ever get any attention? Are the so-called barren bros maybe a little too overzealous? Are thoughts and incantations enough after last week's dragon attack in Skur? Is it ever, is it ever the right time to talk about wand control? Sh should we have tougher background checks for daggers? Or background checks for broadswords? Or background checks for catapults? And of course, how should we simplify the tax code? So join us on this week's episode where hosts Scott Detrow and I will duke it out over the legalization of Morglorb. It's a conversation I'm hoping will end in a violent coup with me ascending to my rightful place as FPR Politics Podcast host. 
and I'm sure it'll be a doozy. So, join us on the FPR Politics Podcast, staging bloody fights over the news so you don't have to. so exciting. I mean, I, I've, I've listened to a few of these uh, Foon National Roundtable conversations and it's, you know, it makes me think. It makes me worry about what the Dark Lord is doing in Foon. Well, I think the, one of those, the issues that was raised there, I think is a subject that my good friend and I can agree on, which is that what? when wands are outlawed, only outlaws are going to have wands. And, and I think it now is not the time not after... Can I, can I have my staff? Excuse me? My staff. Can I have a staff if I give up my wand? No, you, you get to keep your wand. You don't, oh. You're not paying attention, oh. which is a common trait of wizards, I but, suppose. But, <laughs> but, but you, Sinor, like, how did you get that wand? Well, I, I went to the branch of a tree. I tore it off, and I spoke magical incantations over it until it did begin to be imbued with the magical powers that I did focus it with, and then I took it to the local magistrate, and I gave it to him, and I waited three days. Now, what I would worry about, and I'm sure that you all are worried about, too, is during those three days, when you were without your wand, Mm -hmm. what some malevolent person might have been able to do to you. (laughs) And... (laughs) If a malevolent person did try to do something to Usador... I need no one to throw them off me, to cast them down and strike them with great magical prowess. Nay, I am magic to the core. This helps me focus my magic in certain ways. Yea, it is a tool that I use. And I think that there is no reason there cannot be common sense laws for using wands responsibly. There's no reason to go waving a wand around like a maniac. <laughs> what sort of idiot would do that? Because anything could happen. It's dangerous and it's stupid. What? What? You said, or what happened? I know not. I heard a cackling noise. It sounded like an, a voice of evil from beyond the ether. Oh... Someone is trying to interrupt my spell and lose the last part of this episode, the funniest part. The rest of it was building up to this because the rest of it was just okay. Oh, man. We're not getting into the payoff. Yeah, I know. Nimby played that great song. It's amazing. Here, I may have one more specific podcast spell that relates to guests who play special songs and write songs for us. Oh, wait, can you also save some of the other jokes? I had some pretty good stuff no, about... Oh, I'm sorry. Catapult really background sorry. checks. You got to check behind the catapult, uh, otherwise it's going to hit uh, like a tree. Uh, maybe bonus content someday. Anyway, uh, He's going in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> he floated to the ceiling. Burp, Usador, burp, you have to burp. That's it, boy. That's it. Burp. Oh my gosh, a studio version of the song is coming out of his mouth. Uh, now the spell. Zing. Oh. Okay, here we go. Ooh, isn't this exciting? It's mysterious. Well, this one is about so many of the places we've been. Yes, everywhere, I reckon. 
Me and my loot playing brother Are creatures of the road We don't like one another Our teacher was a toad She taught us of the places Where the people dare not go But we're not good at listening So now the list of towns we know Includes Vinegar Ban, Weasel Fed, Gatherington. We were looting Dirt Pile Tower, Bryn Manuel, Anonymous Field of Flowers. Yeah, Don Tootin. L U T E N F O O N. Looting in Foon. Looting in Foon. L U T E N F O O N. Didn't hear your town well, we'll get there soon. Like these ones Capital City Malfoy and Doof McShingle Shane Forest We were looting The banks of Tyra Gunkle Burkle and Scare The bridges of Great Axe Time to get scootin' L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N Looting and Foon Looting and Foon L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N Remember the towns by collecting their spoons Oh, such a wonderful hobby It's Looting and Foon Okay, now it's time for the wonderful time when I do the magical talk singing thing. When I can't be in my land, then I hide to Eric's Island. Big fan bandit islands nicer, cause taters there are spicier. Cakes down by the lake can make a shrike vacate her valley, and the alleys of Fingaria are filled with valid warriors. My gosh, got lost in Migos, tossed our sauce way down in Gunda. Under Oakland, you'll find Glorian Falls and Furlingshire. They licked our balls! Yes! We like every town. We adore every place And it's more than simple pandering When we say that the best place of all Is Hog's Face Yes, we said the name of your town Because it's so fucking fantastic L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N Lutin' and Foon Lutin' and Foon L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N One more chorus than the end of the tune L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N Lutin' and Foon Lutin' and Foon L-U-T-E-N-F-O-O-N Don't walk at night by the light of full moon Or drink from the waters of the snack lagoon We really have to go but we'll be back real soon Sometimes a raccoon is just a raccoon Yeah! Yes! Yes, it's terrific. Look at me go. My hand, it's its all the way up the neck. My gosh, it's in the sky. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that was lovely. That was great. You know, NIMBY, besides being progressively more evil-seeming, is a great... It has a beautiful voice. Oh, absolutely. It's so rich, so velvety. Well, that's it. <laughs> huh. I guess uh, a lot of my stuff got cut out. What's this? I guess... Uh, about 28 minutes of my material got cut out of that episode. John, it was, seemed like I was a little light. The file got corrupted. Mm. Maybe I hit seemed something. Seemed like the file was a hitman for my material. I don't know. I think maybe you shouldn't just fl- front load yourself so much in well, the I just, episodes. I remember the first 15 minutes before Usador came on being you and I having a delightfully and hilarious uh, conversation. Well, sure. It was. It was great. Should we try and reenact it? Um, all right. Okay. Well, okay. So... Huge applause from everyone in the non Nonstop, nonstop. I start twerking. I start so twerking. You start twerk, twerking. Twerk, 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 twerk. You join me in a twerk. Yeah. Uh, I, Everybody's well, I twerking. I don't think that happened. I, I feel like I see people in the front wearing uh, squad ghoul shirts, which is really cool. Arnie starts doing backflips, like, in mm-hmm. place. Yes. I, I ate fire. Yes. Um, I was able to just think of things off the top of my head immediately. Wait, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. 
This sounds really fun. Yeah. I've never watched a show before I come on. What do you do? I prepare. Oh. Wait, we, we can prepare? Doing that. <laughs> I didn't know we could prepare. I'd be so much funnier. Yeah. I'd be so much funnier, too. I'd's? Beware the I'd's of funnier. There's got to be an out in here somewhere. Guys, I think this outro's got corrupted. Here, let me cast a spell of outro resurrection. And now the spell. <laughs> Well, that was like the end of Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, but annoying. Chump the Talking Badger was played by Adol Rafai. Use It or the Wizard was played by Matt Young. Feeling cornered in an argument? Simply start shouting until the audience comes to your aid. Place your bets on how that skill transfers to long-term relationships. Nimby the Halfling Bard was played by special guest Storm DiCostanzo from the band Paul and Storm. Check out more of their music at paulandstorm.com. And to learn more about the Joko Cruise, a yearly comedy and music cruise they perform on and curate along with Jonathan Coulton, go to jokocruise.com. Conrad Von Plotz, the deputy weaver of alternate truths, was played by David Plotz, the CEO of Atlas Obscura and one of the hosts of the podcast The Slate Political Gab Fest. Danielle Kurtzleben, the FPR correspondent, was played by Danielle Kurtzleben, an NPR politics reporter who appears regularly on the NPR Politics Podcast. Check out the NPR Politics Podcast and the Slate Political Gab Fest on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or that one seemingly unremarkable conch shell near the Forbidden Cove at the far end of the Bay of Smarmy Third Examples. Now, tuck us in for bed, won't you, Craig? Hello from the Magic Tavern was produced by Arnie Niekamp, Evan Jacover, and Ryan DeGiorgi. This one edited by Garrett Schultz. Music by- Hey, Craig, do you mind if I butt in and say a few things about, about, about the live show? Right, let me finish the credits first, Robot Arnie. I'm not a robot. I've explained this a lot of different t- times. All right. Music by Andy Poland. Logo by Allard Laban. Additional audio effects by Jason Knox. Production assistance by Garrett Schultz. Visit us at HelloFromTheMagicTavern.com or on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Co-op and thanks to Earwolf. Hey, keep listening. The third anniversary of Magic Tavern is coming up soon in just a couple of uh, weeks, months, month and a half. Uh, and we're probably going to do something cool for it that we don't have planned yet. So um, stay tuned. All right, Robot Arnie, what did you want? I just, I just wanted to thank everyone who came out to the live show in Washington, D.C. It was a great time at the Sixth and I Synagogue. We had a group of people in the front row who had drawn squad ghouls onto their white T-shirts. And then later we realized there was a different group with black homemade squad ghouls T-shirts in the balcony. There were two competing squads of ghouls that did not know each other or plan this in advance. Also, someone in the audience was cosplaying as Flower, who was cosplaying as her Offices and Bosses character, Gail Davidson Durst. Thank you to Sharon Christinger from Stranger Cinematics, who helped us out when we realized that due to a plethora of audio snafus when we were recording the live show, a decent chunk of the beginning and end of the recording just was not up to the audio standards that we want for this podcast. And thank you to Storm for always being a great guest and then helping us out by re-recording the great song that he ended the show with so we could include it in the podcast. And now I'm pretty much just repeating the credits, but once again, I did want to thank David Plotz from the Slate Political Gab Fest 
podcast, which is easily one of my favorite podcasts, and I listen to it every week. Thank him so much for doing the show. And thank you to Danielle Kurtzleben from the NPR Politics Podcast for writing and performing the fake ad, which was probably the funniest part of the show. Guys, how did we get such smart and otherwise respectable people to ignore their better judgment and agree to be on our show? Mike Pesca helped a little bit, thank you. But mostly just thanks to David and Danielle for being so game to do something so silly. Okay, I'm rambling again, but I just want to say the live show was so much fun. It's a bummer that we lost some chunks of it due to technical difficulties, but I am so glad that we were able to save probably the funniest part in the middle. And we have some lower audio quality versions of some of the other parts that maybe we'll do something with eventually, maybe bonus content or something. Anyway, I'm going to go into sleep mode now. Powering down. It's the powering down that always, I got to come back to, I think he's a robot. I'm like 90% sure. I'm Shimon Yai. And I have a new podcast called The Competition. Every year, 50 high school senior girls compete in a massive scholarship competition. I wouldn't say I have an ego problem, but I'm extremely competitive. All of the competitors are used to being the best and the brightest, and they're all vying for a huge cash prize. This will probably be the most intense thing you've ever gone through in your life. I remember that feeling because I was one of them. I lost, but now, I'm coming back as a judge and also a kind of teen girl anthropologist. Because if you want to understand what it's like to be a young woman in America today, the competition's not a bad place to start. Hopefully no one will die on station night. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery, this is The Competition. Follow The Competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to The Competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.